Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave and Dujanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine, or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Keyword podcast. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Eye on the Hill 2024. Special coverage with Dave and Dejanovic. Let's talk about the controversial piece of legislation that's being debated today on Capitol Hill regarding child care. We know um, that Utah, Dave, is in crisis. We're running low on child care options for families. In some cases, there just aren't any options. Utah lawmakers are debating a proposal to let unlicensed uh, child care facilities, I envision like in-home daycare type facilities, expand to how many kids they can legally care for from six to eight. Representative Susan Pulsifer joining us in just a few moments. She is the chief sponsor of this legislation. So just to be clear, Debbie, right now, unlicensed daycares can have six. Well, you may want to even back that up even more, Dave. Uh, there, Right now, there can be unlicensed daycares in Utah. So uh, let's bring in Susan Pulsifer. Uh, she's on the line right now. I know your time is limited, uh, Representative Pulsifer. Did I state that correctly? We currently have unlicensed daycares in Utah, and there are six spots that they can hold legally for children, but you want to expand that to eight. Yes, yes, we, that's what we are looking at is um, expanding, expanding to eight. And there's, there's a total currently of 10, and that would include your own children, and that won't change. So, for instance, if you had four children, then your total would actually be um, six still. Oh, okay. How common is this in Utah? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's common. And honestly, I think many people who would opt to do unlicensed child care may not want to go to the full eight. What I see that as is just an option for maybe a more unusual circumstance. And so what I mean by that is, say you have two children, and um, so that would give you the option to have eight. And... um, and maybe you only have four, but those four children are two families, and they each ha- have a cup, one or two children that go to school, and they just need a spot to come after school. So these would be older children. And maybe you, as a, a provider, said, you know, I'm just really good with having my four. That's great for me. But then I can, these families, these parents need a place for their kids to come after school for a couple hours. And so then that gives me, if I have that seven or eight option, it gives me that opportunity to have them. So I I see it more as um, increasing options for circumstances that are not, you know, like having kids there from eight o'clock in the morning to six o'clock at night. Representative Susan Pulsifer live on the line with us right now, her bill being debated on Utah's Capitol Hill. And it would expand the number of child care slots available for unlicensed child care providers to to offer to parents from six to eight. Now, uh, a lot of us have raised kids and uh, I have three. And before I knew it, the neighborhood was over and they were all playing. And I had, you know, eight kids and it's a lot. 
but it would certainly be way too much if I was in charge of watching eight newborn babies or eight infants all at once. Uh, The dynamic changes when they get a little bit older. So is there an age limit on your legislation, Representative? Well, not in this, but the current legislation does um, limit the amount of babies that you can have. So that's already in current um, legislation. Do we, so this would do we know what this would be, what it would look like then uh what 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 like the some of the scenarios would look like for these unlicensed providers if I'm a parent I show up with my infant they could take my infant correct well there well there are there's a there's a limiting current legislation that you know I I I don't remember on okay. the top of my head but I think like two under the age of two or something like that. I don't So there's something in place that would make, yes. make it so that an unlicensed provider wasn't watching eight infants all at once. Okay. Right. Okay. And then there's two other pieces to this bill that I think are very important. And one is it, this bill now, this sub that was adopted, um, requires all unlicensed child care providers do have a background check and the same background check that the licensed providers are required to have. Okay. And that has not been in uh, the law at all. This is, this is brand new to require that background check to make sure that they have that same protection, you know, parents um, that they would have in a licensed facility. So are these unlicensed providers, uh, is this, is this like somebody that's registered with the state or is this the mom, you know, in my neighborhood that, that watches some kids kind of on the side? Um, it, the current law says if you're doing it just um, sort of randomly or if you're a relative, then you, you don't have to. But if you're just doing it kind of on the side now, if you're doing it in a business, you do have to get a city license, uh, you know, for a business. So even if you're unlicensed with the state, you would still have to get a city, a license with your city. And some of the cities do have regulations on how many kids you can have, depending on the size of your home and that sort of thing. Representative uh, Pulsifer, before we let you go, Voices for Utah Children spoken out against this legislation telling KSL 5 TV. It is incredibly offensive to a lot of licensed child care providers and I think reflects the legislature's unwillingness to do anything about child care that isn't free, easy, and completely outside of their view. We will speak live to Voices for Utah Children in just a moment, but I wanted to give okay. you an opportunity to uh, respond to that, uh, that statement they're making. Well, I appreciate that because the, for me, the very most important part of this bill is the expansion of the tax credit we created last year. And last year, the tax credit would give um, families that had children between uh, the two and three year old age uh, a tax credit up to $1,000 for per child. And this year, we're expanding that from to include four and five year olds. And that goes to the families, and families can use that to however they choose to. But as I say, all children need childcare. If, so they could use it to be a stay-at-home parent or they can use it to provide child care at any facility of their choosing and the parents get to choose. And I think that's one of the, I think it's the most important piece of this bill is, is helping the child care industry 
in that way and helping families in that way. Representative Susan Pulsifer, thank you for joining us. Um, the bill, my understanding is, will be debated uh, today on Utah's Capitol Hill, uh, but we're not going to wait that long. <laughs> we're going to invite the other side of this uh developing story into the conversation straight ahead. Utah for Voices Children joining us in just a few minutes with their take. And we'll ask them what how they feel about the expansion of this tax credit uh, to include four and five-year-olds, Dave. Because right now, there is not enough. There's not enough providers, whether they're licensed or there's certainly not enough licensed child care providers out there. Unlicensed child care providers provide a crucial uh, role in this. So uh, I think in general, we've got to figure out a way to to give parents opportunities to, to get their kids looked after. Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, but you can also hear the Dave and Dujanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday starting at 9 or at kslnewsradio.com. Keyword podcast. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Dujanovic. Dave and Dujanovic. Eye on the Hill 2024. Special coverage with Dave and Dejanovic. So important we keep an eye on legislation that impacts Utah families, and we do that every day right here on the Dave and Dejanovic show. And this one I could see having a positive impact when it comes to child care for people who are looking for places to place their children when they're at work. And right now we know we have a major deficit all across Utah with child care. Uh, we just spoke live with Representative Susan Pulsifer. And what was your main takeaway when it came to the child care component, Dave, uh, of her legislation? Number one, that it gives some flexibility. And I think as we look across Utah, and I think I'm sure you've experienced this, I have, we have all been in scramble mode where you're trying to find who can look after my kids. Maybe it's just for a few hours after after school. Maybe it's while I go to work. And I have personally, we have used friends, family, uh, neighbors. We, we've used everything. And I'll tell you, not once uh, have I gone through to my neighbor and said, hey, will you watch my kids and show me your license? If you're not up to speed on what her legislation says um, and is being debated uh, on Capitol Hill today about its expansion from six to eight spots in an unlicensed daycare facility. It would require unlicensed daycare providers to do a background check, uh, something she says is not required right now. Many people who would opt to do unlicensed childcare may not want to go to the full eight. What I see that as is just an option for maybe a more unusual circumstance. And so what I mean by that is, say you have two children, and um, so that would give you the option to have eight. And, um, and maybe you only have four, but those four children are two families, and they each ha- have a cup, one or two children that go to school, and they just need a spot to come after school. So these Which would be older makes children. sense to a lot of families. Jen Williams joins us right now from Voices 
for Utah Children. She's a policy analyst there. And Jen, thank you for joining us. What are your concerns about this bill? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, We originally were very supportive of this bill as it was originally just a child tax credit bill. Um, But then it was hijacked by some dangerous child care licensing changes that we don't really feel mesh with the original intent of the bill. Um, So increasing the number of children an unlicensed uh, provider can care for in their home from six to eight um, for pay without a home inspection or safety training is something that we just find to be really dangerous and puts more children in those potentially dangerous situations. Um, And it's just really not a best practice for um, child safety. Now, uh, Representative Pulsifer said it would require background checks, which is something that people are doing now with uh, regarding unlicensed child care. They're doing it without a background check right now. So is that a step in the right direction? They would at least have to go through a background check? Yes, definitely a step in the right direction. The original substitute did not include any background check requirements. So we are happy to see that included. Our only concern, though, is that it's not totally enforceable. You know, there's a lot of people already operating unlicensed. How are we going to get those people certified? And then what's the oversight and the enforcement in checking those background checks, making sure people are operating um, if they, you know, not operating, if they have been denied or, you know, what is really the process of enforceability going to look like, especially when, you know, these people are fully unlicensed, they are not operating um, above ground. Like we don't know who they are. We don't have data on them. Um, It's just a really difficult population to capture. What do you mean by we're putting our kids in dangerous situations? Well, this change would actually solidify Utah's place as the second worst state nationally in this aspect with only South Dakota allowing unregulated care for more than six children. So this is really not seen as a best practice when it comes to child care safety and appropriate ratios for caregivers and kids. Um, You know, this also means that because there's no formal oversight of informal child care providers, low-level incidents may go unreported, um, which can hinder early detection of potential risks. Um, You know, these providers don't get basic safety training, CPR, first aid, Um, These are just things that we think that if you're taking care of that many children for pay, you should have some formal training. Um, I want you to talk a little bit uh, in just a moment about that report that you issued uh, regarding or that your organization issued, Jenna, about uh, the child care crisis that we're in. But just want to remind our listeners, Jenna Williams, live on the line with us. She's with Voices for Utah Children. She's a policy analyst. And we're talking about a new policy that lawmakers are debating today on Capitol Hill that would expand the number of child care spots that an unlicensed daycare provider could have. They could move it from six to eight. Um, but you, your organization issued a report, and I'm trying to find my notes on it real quickly. So stand by. Here, I got them. Got them. Okay. Uh, there's this recent report that showed uh, that uh, we only have sufficient space in this state for 36% of all children under six whose parents work. Mm-hmm. And that is... A Voices of uh, for Utah Children report. So this, to me, would kind of help solve that. So why come out opposed to it? Yeah, so there's actually no evidence that allowing unlicensed, unlicensed providers to care for more children will increase child care capacity. We actually think it might have the opposite effect with people lowering their capacity and then avoiding licensure. So that would actually decrease the supply of child care capacity. Um, you know, we have a lot of bills that we do support that we think are really positive and will push forward with increasing that access and making child care more affordable. Um, this is not one of them. This is not supported by the child care community. Um, we had a lot of child care providers testify against this bill today. 
um, not one of them was in support. So this is just not one of our priorities, and we don't see it actually fixing the problem. What's the pathway, and how difficult it is it to get licensed? Um, it is not, it's not super difficult to get licensed. Um, you know, there's a training component, there's a background checks, and then there's, um, you know, a safety inspection of your home. Um, really, probably one of the biggest stumbling blocks if we did want to make it easier to get licensed would be to align city and state regulations when it comes to child care. Um, sometimes those, those city-level burdens can be a lot more of a problem than some of this, like, small licensure changes. So uh, there's, it's, it's definitely not too difficult, um, but we do think it's kind of the bare minimum to make sure that kids are safe in care. How much does it cost? Um, I believe a background check is $62. Um, and then a background check, or sorry, certificate fee is 62 Background check is $20. A fingerprint is $33. Um, and then a business license, which would be with your city or municipality, is going to wide, widely range. So um, in Clearfield, for example, it's $2,500 for a business license. Okay. Jenna Williams, just before we let you go, I just have one quick point uh, that I wanted to follow up with you about. She's with Voices for uh, for Utah Children live on the line with us. You 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 mentioned something that actually did concern me. Um, well, a few things that you've said concerned me, but the idea that you would your organization is concerned that daycare licensed daycare providers may reduce the number of children that they have just so they can go unlicensed. Have you seen Mm -hmm. examples or proof of that happening? Um, Well, you know, they just lowered the, or sorry, they increased the number of children that providers who are unlicensed could watch last year. And so that's another concern we have is that, you know, we just increased the number from four to six. Now this bill would make it go from six to eight. And we haven't had time to see how that's playing out and what really the impact is. Um, but as many as 200 home providers right now do have um, capacity for eight children. And so they could, you know, they could drop their licenses if they wanted to, um, you know, moving forward. So it's difficult to track unlicensed care. You know, there's always the argument that this is going to increase capacity, but we don't have any evidence for that. We don't have any data gathering. So um, that's one of our that's one of our main concerns for sure. Jenna Williams, thank you for joining us from Voices for Utah Children. What are your final thoughts on this, Dave, um, as we continue to track what happens on Capitol Hill throughout the day? I think parents are scrambling, trying to find daycare, an affordable daycare. And when there are regulations in place, it just makes it more difficult. It makes it more costly. So I can see why people would want to go the unlicensed route. I, excuse me. I think ultimately... Parents are going to decide what the best situation is for their kids. I'm sure there's unlicensed folks that are absolutely fantastic, and I'm sure there's licensed providers that I would never send my kids to. Just because you're licensed does not guarantee that you do a good job. Uh, It does put some guardlines or guardrails in place, though. Yeah. We'll follow it. I'm curious to see what happens on Capitol Hill with that legislation today. Straight ahead, uh, Jay Evenson. Uh, opinion editor for the Deseret News, wonders why Congress is so willing to call out social media companies. Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. For not protecting society and children against the evils of social media, uh, but they're not doing that much about the billions of dollars getting lost year after year 
to online gambling.